NBA Straya. Tiddly dee. How you going? That's right. It's NBA Starts Thursday, March 17, St. Patrick's Day. That's right. Better get on the beers. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm a writer sometimes. So whomstever wants to pay me that booze money. I work through a little bit of it today. Uh, here in Larry Armour Studios, uh, I have changed my top today. It's bloody hot here in Melbourne at the moment, though, so I'm still wearing my Sean Kemp jersey. Uh, I'm here hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all the ins and outs of the NBA season while repping Australia a bit. That's all we do. Speaking of which, Ben Simmons had an epidural. It's like old mate when she uh, gave birth to the squid. Uh, Luca versus KD was hectic today, but ended with some Spencer Dinwiddie revenge. Pat Bev versus Westbrook is all the sauce we need. Donnie Mitchell went ham. The raps hold on. Ah, it was chaos today. All 12 games. From today's Mega Slater coming in the NBA straight game wraps. That means an awesome slab if that's not a knife. Old mate, no mate, spud of the night, better than Lonzo Ball. We've got Yanars, we got the unpopular opinion of the day. We've got our back takeouts where we're serving up our flame grilled take. Uh, there's Australian Player Watch. Had a couple of Aussies going against each other today in Patty and uh, Josh Green. We've got Kiwi Corner and the game preview and pick for tomorrow because there's only one game. Awesome. Uh, so that means we will finish over the diary of Stephen Adams. Love it. All right, let's get to it. Episode 7076. That's right, 776 of NBA Australia. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Uh, you better. Better watch out for the cat attack, the uh, Pat Bev attack. If you're rusty in the Lakers, because I'll tell you what. The Lakers stink! Oh, boy. That was a shocker today, wasn't it? All uh, right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia. Off with the daily... Whoop around, that's right, Ben Simmons. Uh, so we've got a bit more clarification on his back injury, uh, the L4 disc of his lower spine. Uh, but there is still hope with the Nets that he can return for a couple of regular season games. So obviously he was kind of like aiming for this week, whether it be the Magic, the Blazers, whatever. But apparently it's become impossible because of uh, Fox Hill Benny's inability to go more than a day or two in rehab with that pain flaring up in the lower back and resetting his timeline. So... Uh, he got the epidural. They basically just kind of go, right, well, hopefully they can help him uh, get right back on track and uh, strengthen that sort of back and resume one on zip, uh, which is pretty fascinating, really, because we then got some other news. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's already been playing a bit of one-on-one, a bit of two-on-two, a bit on three-on-three, a bit of five-on-five. Uh, this was according to Skip. Uh, you know, kind of just casually threw it out there, a bit weird. Uh, but if Simo can't go one-on-zip yet... <laughs> Jesus, don't like his odds. But, you know, look, still plenty, well, a few, you know, more than a handful of games left, so he should be all right. Uh, He's hoping that he comes back. The other sort of bits of news that popped off today, there was a great one about the Lakers. The Lakers stink! About how LeBron James wanted DeMar DeRozan, thought it was done, and uh, DeMar was sorted. But uh, Rob Palenka and Jenny Buss wouldn't offer DeMar DeRozan three years. Uh, Part of their sort of weird ongoing campaign of uh, annoying LeBron, which I always kind of love. Uh, but at the same time, there is this weird thing where it's like, oh, well, we'll go get Rusty then. Uh, all buddy healed. Off they go. 
The weird part is, I mean, if they had have done that, they would have hard kept themselves. And um, so, like, Lakers fans, like, losing their shit today is always great. But at the same time, had they have done that with a three-year one, uh, in terms of, like, the depth and, like, moving pieces around, it would have been a bit trickier. But at the same time, you do feel like DeMar and LeBron would have worked a little bit better than Rusty. But anyway, uh, Steph Curry came out and said, stop tagging me all these horrible basketball clips of people taking bad shots, talk about how I ruined the game. I did not tell you to shoot that shit. It's also the responsibility to teach the next generation that shooting is possible, but don't skip this part. This part is the work. Love it. Good job, Steph. I uh, always love, so I go for a uh, quick run because I'm a fat bastard. Got to uh, make sure I, you know, keep the rig in tip-top shape. <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> anyway, go for a run. There's like a court right near our house and uh, every fucking time, I swear, there's like some dude just going, nah, nah, Steph! It's like, you know, it's the heroes who would be always out there going, Kobe, and taking horrible shots. Now it's they're just basically launching these horrible long threes. And I reckon I ran past the dude a couple of times yesterday, airballed everything by about five to six feet. It was brutal. I just wanted to stop and school him, but still got the fuck shoulder, so that's a bit of a shame. Other bit of news, Patch Williams. Pat Williams over there on the Bulls. He's been cleared for full contact. So, look, he's not on the Bulls trip at the moment. Uh, may practice with the Windy City Bulls, kind of like that. Patch is kind of exactly what the Bulls need right now. Just like a bit of a kick in the ass, big body, bit of defense, off they go. Right, 12 games today. Let's wrap them. Game wraps, 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 game wraps. That's right, the game wraps. Whoa, boy. A lot going on today. Charlotte stomped all over the Hawks, 106-116 in Charlotte. So we talked about in the preview yesterday, right? If you don't play good defense, Atlanta can kick the shit out of you. Thing is... If you also don't play good defense and the other team can really score, they might curb stomp you. And that's what happened to the Hawks. Hornets ran over the top of them in the second half. Like it was tied going into the fourth quarter, 85-85. And then PJ Hamilton Washington went ham. He had 13 of his 16 in the fourth quarter and they just put him away. And Atlanta couldn't hit a shot between Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, just rough as guts. Like Trey couldn't hit a shot. He was 0 of 6 from 3. 3 of 12 overall, 9 points on 12 shots. Brutal. Oh, bro, he had 15 assists. Yeah, he also had 6 turnovers. Uh, Bogdan went 5 of 16. 2 of 8 from downtown. Here's 12. Uh, Kevin Huerta at 16. He went 4 of 9 from downtown. 21 for DeAndre. Hannah! And uh, 17 and 15 for Clint Capella. But a uh, bit of a rough one for the Hawks at the moment. They could really use John Gallon at a tall cocktail. But I don't know if you saw a picture of his finger the other day. That's not ideal. The Hornets, LeMelo. 22, 8, and 11 for him. 5 of 10 on threes. Love that. 18 for Terry Rose. 18, 6, and 6 for Miles Bridges. And 20 and 6 for Trez. Oh, Trez. And a great story about Plumlee switching shooting hands midseason because he can't hit a fucking free throw. Uh, having watched Mason Plumlee in his uh, ascendant, nascent years in Brooklyn, Always a horrible free throw shoot. It's like one of those dudes where you look at them shooting free throws and they're tall to the point where they are launching the ball and it's like, it's very similar to Shaq, right? It's like suddenly they forget that their arms attached to their body and they can't control what happens next. It's amazing. Anyway, he had 12, 10, and 4 today. Always great when someone changes a uh, shooting hand mid-season. Atlanta dropped the 34-35. Big win for Charlotte because they now skip back up ahead of Atlanta. 35-35. They're up in a nine. You'll love to see that. Philly outlasted Cleveland. Cleveland! This was a great game. 118-114, a belter. 
Yeah, Joel, like, hitting these weird, crazy step-back threes, dominating, but the Sixers kind of always looked like they'd pull away, kick them in the ass, but the Cavs came out of fucking hard in the third quarter, took the lead, held the Sixers to 13 points in the third quarter, still had the lead in the fourth, but uh, turnovers really cost them down the stretch. Uh, the Philly defense kicked up a notch. Matty T was out looking pretty good. Uh, some timely shooting from uh, Tyrese Maxey and George Niang hitting his only three of the game when the game was tied to put them back up three. It was pretty big. Uh, and they salted it away down the stretch with uh, James Harden free throw. So it wasn't a sexy watch down the stretch, I'll tell you that much. It's like me going for a run. <laughs> so the Cavs end up 9-28 from downtown. Not ideal. Garland was good. Couldn't find his range shooting-wise, so he got to the line. He did a Harden. He shot 5 of 15, but it went 11 to 12 at the line. You love that. 22 and 7 for him. 17 for Okoro, who got stuck guarding and beat a bunch of times, which is hilarious. He also went 3 of 5 from downtown. 13 for that's a girl's name, Larry Markinen. But to be fair, I feel like he played a pretty good game. 13, 9 and 3 for Mobley. And my sweet baby, Karis Levert. Oh, Karis. 15 points on 15 shots. 7 assists, though. Looked handy. Looked willing. Just couldn't hit a three. That was a bit of a tough one. Uh, for the Sixers, they shot over 51%. Embiid was awesome. 35, 17, and 5. Shot 13 of 19 from the floor. 13 of 19. That is bonkers. Seriously. 13 of 19 for the big man. You'll love to see it. Unless you're a Cleveland fan. Cleveland! 1 of 3 and 3. But the one that he hit was just unreal. End of the shot clock. Turn around. Uh, Maxi with 25. He shot 9 of 15 and 3 of 6 from downtown. God damn, the one that he hit last was beautiful. Uh, Tobias Harris felt pretty good today. 3 of 6 on triples for him. 19, 6 and 3. Thanks for coming, Tobias. Shot 8 of 13. And uh, Harden had 21 points, 11 assists. He shot 5 of 12, though. 1 of 6 from downtown. He went 10 of 12 at the free throw line. Oh, that's just fun to watch. I'll tell you that much. Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland! 39 and 30. Sixers, 42 and 26. Denver kicked the shit out of Washington, 127-109. This was a smashing. They're up 21 and a half. Joker had 17 already by the first half. Flipside, Kuzma has gone 1 of 5. Zinger was not the uh, supercharged Zinger Burger. Supercharged Zinger Burger. He was 1 of 6. And the Nugs cruise from there, up 28 in the third. Then Wiz never got close. Uh, Zinger ends up with 16 and 7. Extreme Zinger meal. With three blocks, shot 5 of 10. 15 for Corey Kispert. He's been oh, a bit handy, the rookie. Uh, Denny Avdijar, love him. 19 and 7 for him. And Kuz ends up with 6 points on 310 shooting. Gross. Uh, for the Nugs, 29, 13, and 8 for the Joker. 10 of 14 shooting. 2 or 2 from 3, 7 to 7 at the stripe. Unreal. Uh, 15 for Monty Morrison, 14 each for uh, Aaron Air Gordon and Boogie. Well, Bones Highland chucked in another very handy 17. Washington, now 29, 39. Packer up, boys. And Denver, 42 and 28. Dallas beat Brooklyn on a huge, huge, huge Spencer Dinwiddie revenge game-winning three buzzer beater. That's back to back for Spencer. We love it. Swings and roundabouts game though. The Nets got up twelve. The Mavs pulled it back, got the lead. The Nets then got back up fourteen. The Mavs pulled it back and got the lead. Three minutes left. I mean, that was what a three and a half minute scoring drought for the Nets. Didn't help matters. Uh, Luca hits the go-ahead bucket right at the end. KD answers with a huge three. Nets are back up one. Ten seconds left. Luca brings the ball up and uh, is double ten. And they've basically flipped Dallas's approach on its head. Luca gives it up to Spencer. Bang! Fucking nailed the three. Back-to-back game winners. He did it against the other day. I uh, did it against the uh, Celtics the other day. Turns around, does it against Brooklyn. They were down twelve. 
coming to the fourth as well. They win it. Three ball handlers. Isn't the thing with Dallas? Between Luca, Brunson, and Dinwiddie, it's just awesome because you've always got a release valve who can create a shot and hit a shot. And Brooklyn's defense without Seth Curry, uh, without Kyrie, just a little bit ragged on the edges, and Dallas snuck one out. Unreal. Also covered the minus one and a half by winning by two. You love that. KD is at 23, 6, and 10, but he was really well held. He was blitzed, doubled. Every time he basically touched the ball, they threw another body at him. Every time he brought the ball up, they're like, fucking blitz. Boom! He had four turnovers. and uh, But at the same time, like you still feel like, I mean, when he hit that three late, it's just like, yeah, classic KD. That's just what he's going to do. But 10 assists. So it's just... You know, a testament to how fucking good Kevin Durant is at basketball where he's getting two bodies thrown at him the entire time and he's like, right, cool, I'll just make the right basketball play. He shot 20 times, he had 10 assists, he had 23 points and uh, felt like he was really well held, but he still had a really big impact. Uh, 14 points, 17 rebounds for big Andre Drummond. Loves a game where he's about a foot and a half taller than everybody else, doesn't he? Uh, 17, 9, and 5 for Bruce Brown. Gore on the flock, Dragic had his best game as a net. He was awesome, actually. Looked really off early. Then got into his groove against his uh, Slovenian counterpart, Luka Doncic. Twenty-one points, three rebounds, four assists. Luka gave him the uh, gave the old fuck you as well with the uh, big shot, the go-ahead bucket that KD then answered. But uh, Goran was like, "I'm going to guard Luka," and everyone's like, "Well, that's a horrible idea." Anyway, good game for Goran. Patty thrills. Oh, Patty thrills. Just what a great bloke. All he did was come out and go. Three of eleven. I love it. What a legend. Three and nine from downtown. Nine points, one rebound, two assists, two steals. Claxton and Edwards are good off the bench. Thirteen and twelve, uh, respectively. But the Mavs. Luca was off the fucking chain. Thirty-seven, nine and nine. Unbelievable game. Fourteen of twenty-six from the floor. Five of twelve from three. Just come on, man. What do you have? Twenty-four in the first half. Like it was just chaos. It was awesome. And watching he and KD just like fucking unleash haymaker after haymaker at each other. It was beautiful. I loved it. And then Dinwiddie steps in with a kill shot out of nowhere. 22 for Dinwiddie in revenge fashion. I love that. Three assists, three steals. Hit the three in front of the Brooklyn Nets bench as well. He was like, yeah, man, you didn't want me here. And everyone's like, yeah, we didn't. We hate you. Uh, Brunson, 18, 5, and 3. Dwight Power, 12, and 6. Big win for Dallas. Brooklyn dropped 36 and 34. Dallas now 43 and 26. Portland got killed. That's right. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. Uh, by the Portland. Uh, so the Portland Timbers just ab- the G League has got smashed by the Knicks, making RJ Barrett look like fucking Bernard King at the moment. Uh, Hart had seventeen five and three. Brandon Williams fourteen. Chris Dunn thirteen point seven assists. Whatever. They were never in this game. I mean, it was a little bit close earlier. Then the Knicks just went. Wait, we're good. Fuck off. Boom. RJ ends up with thirty one. They go sixteen and thirty eight from downtown. He went five eleven from three. Julius Randall couldn't find his shot though. 29 and 7 for him. 5 of 18 from the floor. 0 of 5 from downtown. Fournier had 6 assists. That's a season high. You love that. I have heard all of this slander about Evan Fournier and I do not like it. I shall pass the ball. 14 points as well. IQ. Emmanuel quickly. 18, 5 and 6. The other Mitch Robinson. 7 points, 6 rebounds, 5 blocks. Love it. Portland. 26 and 42. In hilarious fashion. The New York City Knickerbockers are like only a few games ahead of them. They're 29 and 40. Like the Blazers have been tanking for about a month. <laughs> and Knicks are like two and a half games ahead of them. Phoenix held off a feisty Houston team, 129, 120, uh, 112 rather. 
I felt it was going to be uh, an interesting one for a bit. Houston were fighting. Jalen Green was bounce-ooping himself, but the Sun steamrolled in the second half. Outscored them 70-54. to 54, Ran away with it in the end. Um, Jalen Green had 22. KPG had 21 points, 8 assists. He went 5 of 10 from 3. Green actually went 4 of 6 from 3 as well, which is bloody good. 18 and 9 for uh, what ScoMo's got for doing nothing for uh, flood victims. Christian Wood. Uh, good game for him. Should I am Denny? Should I am German Rondo? 17 points, 6 assists for him. Uh, but the Suns led by... Look, what an awesome game for the uh, Suns. He had 36-4-4 four four for Booker. He shot 15-24, 5-12-3. Just a belter of a game. Uh, you had Aiton with 23-11. Absolutely huge game for him. 26-5 for Michael Bridges. And even Tory Craig, former NBL legend, 21 points, 14 rebounds. He went a perfect 8 of 8 from the floor, 3 of 3, free for free, for free, from 3, uh, and 2 of 2 at the line. What a perfect game. 21, 14, and 3 with a couple of blocks. Unbelievable game from uh, Tory Craig. And even 6 points, 11 assists for Cam Bring the Pain. Unbelievable. Houston, 17 and 52. Phoenix, 56 and 14. What a team. Uh, the Lakers, well, I'll tell you that much. The Lakers stink! And they got humiliated in Minnesota, the land of the lakes, where the Lakers are originally from, don't forget. Not too many lakes in old Los Angeles, I'll tell you that much. There are in Minneapolis. Uh, Minnesota, 124. Lakers, 104. They got clowned. The Lakers got clowned. They got smashed from the get-go. They fought back a bit, I guess, in the third quarter, but then the Wolves stuck the boot in Ant-Man. Hit a couple of back-to-back threes just to crush any hope they had. By the end of the game, they're laughing at Russell Westbrook. Just brutal scenes. 19-5-4 for LeBron James. He shot 8 of 21. 1 of 8 from downtown. Uh, Rusty had a 15-4-5 game. 5 of 12 shooting. Not ideal. 1 of 4 from 3. Malik Monk, 13-6. and six. Nobody else did shit. The Lakers are not good. The Lakers Carl Anthony Towns had 30 and 8, 8 of 15 shooting for him. Ant Man returned to form from him. 6 of 11 on threes, 27 points, 4 assists. Pat Bev, for the first time in his career, outscored Russell Westbrook in a game head to head. He had 18 points. I love this. We're going to talk about this again later, but the Pat Bev versus Rusty show is awesome. 6 of 9, nice from the floor. 2 of 3 for free. For free. And D went 2 of 11. Thanks for coming, D'Angelo. 1 of 7 from downtown. Lakers, 29 and 40. Haven't won on the road since January 25. Brutal. Minnesota now 41 and 30. That's crazy. I absolutely love it. Right, what else we got? We've got uh, OKC. Push San Antonio. The San Antonio Bandera Spurs all the way to the brink. 122. The Spurs hold on 120. Lonnie Walker hits an amazing game winner. Three-pointer. And Josh Primo actually follows it up with really good defense on a show right at Gilgis Alexander uh, to make sure his shot doesn't uh, win and off the inbounds, and great game, basically, all around. Like, the Spurs were just going hammer and tongs against OKC, and OKC just have zero quit. I love it. Poker was just getting in amongst her right at the end. Anyway, SGA ends up with 34-8-6. What a game. That's eight assists, six rebounds, three steals. He's a weapon. 25-9 for Baisley. Poku, 16-6. DeJunte Murray, 26-9-12 as well. He is just unreal. But the Spurs had, like... uh Everyone sort of contributing this one, apart from uh, Devin Vassell. Fucking killing me. Uh, Lonnie Walker, 4 of 10 from 3, including the game winner, the go-ahead. Love that. 22, 6 and 6 for Calden Johnson. Uh, and 15 and 14 for Teenage Mutant Jakob Pertle. 
And uh, Richo, Josh Richardson, 3 of 5 from 3 for 17 points. OKC, 20 and 49. The San Antonio Banderas Spurs. 27-43. Chicago lost in Utah against the Yaz. It's a soft J. 125-110 uh, in the 97-98 finals rematch. Always love that. Great game. Pretty tight all the way. The Bulls being kept in by Levine. Donnie, Walk- uh, Donnie Walker. Donnie Mitchell drops 25 points in the third quarter. Mashing in three after three. Hits seven threes in the third. It was unbelievable. Uh, but Chicago was still right there with him. And it took... Basically, a 13 run at the end of the fourth quarter with Nicky Alexander-Walker, old Noor, going absolutely ham and winning the game, basically, for them. It was a four-point lead. Then you turned around, it was a 17-point lead. That's how you do it. The Jazz, unbelievable. Levine had 33. He was really good. 5 of 10 from downtown. Damar, 25-5-7. Vooch only could muster 10-11. and 11. Uh, 5 of 14, 14 shooting. 0 of 6 from deep for Vooch. Not ideal. 15 for Ayo and Kobe. Kobe White had 12. Uh, Caruso shot 1 of 5. The Yaz is a soft J. 19 of 39 from 3. Unbelievable. 9 of those with Donnie Mitchell. 9 of 15 from downtown for him. 37 he had. 12 of 22 shooting. Unbelievable. 26 for Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. Nicky Alexander-Walker. 16 points. 3 of 5 from 3. Conley with 14 and 7. Rudy Gobez. This Stafford Tower had a big one. Shutting down the big Vooch. 14 points, 20 rebounds, and four blocks. Unbelievable. Chicago have lost seven of their last nine. They're 41 and 28. Utah, 43-26. Boston strangulated the Golden State Warriors. 110-88 in Golden State. Just smashed them. It was crazy. They absolutely smashed them. After the Warriors lost Steph Curry to a foot injury, they had no chance. But, I mean, they were Dunsky in the first half anyway. Boston's D just gave them the clamps. You want me to use these clamps? Uh, Clay was off, couldn't hit a fucking three to save his life. Poole was filling in pretty mightily for Steph, but they just couldn't get anything else going. They went 11 of 48 from downtown, the Warriors. Poole hit six of those. Six of 13 from three, 29 points, 18 for Clay. He gave it the old Kobe shooting night. Eight of 24, Kobe. One of 11 from downtown, though. Otto, I like to get blood to. Porter goes two of 10. Draymond had two points and 0 of two shooting. Both threes, eight rebounds, three assists. Nobody, nobody was doing anything from Golden State apart from Poole and Clay. Uh, for the Celtics, Tatum was awesome, 26-12-4. Jalen Brown, 26 on 9 and 21 shooting. Uh, smart was the reason that Steph got injured and uh, also basically kicked Clay at one point. He was just having a night. 20 points, 8 assists. Time Lord was unreal, though. 8 points, 9 boards, 4 blocks, was everywhere. Pritchard had 10 points. He scored like 8 straight at one point. Anyway, Golden State, 47-23, Boston. 42-28, coming on strong. Milwaukee, hold off Sacramento, 135-126. A remarkable cover as well, I'll just say. Milwaukee were minus 8.5. They won by 9. Uh, this game was basically tied with about a minute to go. <laughs> like, what the fuck? When you got money riding on something like that, you just like it's either you got to watch it and you're so invested and it's like the greatest thing ever, you just can't watch. Uh, King stuck around with them all game, tied it up late. Midi smashed a 3. Fox ties it back up. Drew Holiday finds Wes Matthews. They go back up three. Yana scores on the next trip, and off they go. They eke it out. It's a huge win for Milwaukee because they were in control for a lot of this game. Gave it up. Sacramento are right there. They couldn't quite get over the top. 22-5-7 for the Suvlaki King, Demartis Sabonis. Diaz of Fox at 21 points. He shot 8 of 23 from the floor, though. And, uh, oh, shit! (laughs) 
311 from three. <laughs> good one. I love that. Uh, so enjoyed that. Good stuff, Diazza. Uh, what else happened? Davion Mitchell had 19. He went three, seven from three. Dante DiVincenzo had 19 as well. Four of eight from three. The Kings really put up a fight. 16 to 43 from downtown. Trey Lyles was good, 12 and 12. But the Bucks uh, saw that 16 to 43 from three and went 18 of 35. 18 to 35. I'm no math magician. But that's good. 36, 10, and 2, and 2 for Giannis. 12, 23 shooting. 32 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists, and 7 made threes on 10 attempts for Chris Pippa. No, Kate Middleton. There you go. Drew Holiday, 21 points, 4 steals, 8 of 16 shooting for him. Fighting Bobby Porter's fighting around the world. Went 12, 6, and 3. Uh, where's Matthews? As mentioned, big 3 late. George Hill hit a couple of threes as well. Big win for the Bucks. Sacramento dropped the 25-46. Millie Walker, 44-26. And finally, Toronto hold off the Clippers. 103. And again, another amazing cover, considering they were two-and-a-half-point favorites yesterday. 103-100. Uh, Came right down to the wire. Toronto sort of just ran out of legs late. Clippers just sort of kept catching. Reggie Jackson just doing chaos shit. Like the Toronto, like the Raps felt like they had it with a couple of minutes left, and then it just got whittled back down. The Clippers just do that all the time. Uh, but right down to the end, it came down to like what a uh, precious putback, and uh, Mook right down the uh, goes down the other end. Game tire covered by precious Satua. too busy trying to draw a foul than uh, getting to his spot properly, and misses air balls the game tying attempt. So good win for the Raps. I mean, there was just a couple of moments there where it's like holy shit, like a pretty tough uh, missed free throw late, nearly cost him, but they get through there for the Clips. Mook has twenty two six and seven. 23 for Reggie Jackson with 9 assists. And T-Man had 16-9-4. Uh, Siakam ends up with 31 points, 12 rebounds, and 3 assists. He was awesome. 21 for Fred Van Vliet. The fight in Van Vliet's shot only 7 of 17. 3-9 from 3, though. Scotty Barnes had 15-4 and, and precious with that big bucket late. 11-6. Meanwhile, Gary, Terrence Trent Derby Jr., 1 of 9. Mate, what are you doing? Uh, Clips, 36-36. and 36. Toronto now 39-30. and 30. That's a lot of games. Let's do an NBA Australia Pro performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, 37-9-9 for Luca. 24 in the first half. Goes 14-26 from the floor. And just a ridiculous... Like, some of those threes that he was bombing in were just absolutely crazy, weren't they? Goes 5-12 from three. Hits that awesome rainbow. Oh, God, he had a good game. But Spencer Dinwiddie with the actual dagger. you got to appreciate that. Back-to-back game winners for Spencer. Uh, love him. Good on him. Uh, Devin Booker, 36-4-4 four four on 15-24, shooting 5-12 from deep. Donnie Walker. Donnie Walker. Stop saying Donnie Walker, Jimmy. It's not Johnny Walker. I've got scotch on the brain, bro. 37 points for Donnie Mitchell. 25 in that third quarter. Seven threes in the third. Unbelievable. 37 points. Nine all-made-up threes. In the end, five assists. What a great game. But my favorite part of all this is that, like, that is just such a great, young, awesome superstar night for Luca, for Devin Booker, for Donnie Mitchell. Like, it's awesome. They're all young dudes out there crushing and putting up huge numbers, big performances, and in each of their cases, big wins. So that's the NBA Australia approved performances of the night. How about spuds of the night? 
Spud, 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 one of nine from the floor against the Clips. One of five from downtown. Just a lot of spuds. I mean, Ish Smith, three at 12. Ugh, just not great all around, was it? <laughs> Some of them were pretty, pretty rough. Five of 15 for uh, Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. But still, the uh, Gary Trent Derby Jr. was a uh, bit of a bit of a rough one. The one of nine shooting. Oof. Anyway, who's all made no mates? Old mate, no mate. 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 Who's got no mates today? Marcus, kicking Clay Thompson. You know, knocking out Steph Curry's legs all within basically a minute. Pretty brutal. And having a bit of a had a bit of a talking to by the opposition coach Steve Kerr, just going, "Oi, Marcus, what the fuck was that, bro? What are you doing, dude? Smasher." Marcus Smart going, "Shut up, Steve." <laughs> and of course, old mate, no mates is going to be Rusty Westbrook. Uh, the Lakers, I mean, are struggling. The Lakers stink! I uh, was asked about it after it. The trash talking doesn't bother me. R- Rusty says, nobody over there has ever done anything in this league. Uh, Pat Bev comes back. Playoffs every year. Two Western Conference finals with two different teams. Individual stats or team stats? I thought it was a team sport. Brap, 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 brap. Good stuff, Pat Bev. Go get him. Uh, but the best part was Pat Bev. Just gave it the old Lakers stink, gave it the old pew. Yeah, that's very, very, very smelly. And uh, good job, Pat Bev. Uh, but the sad old mate, no mates, uh, he's your mate, is literally like a bloke who kind of sounds like he has no mates. Michael Beasley, there's a great, great uh, interview with him on The Pivot. And uh, if you're watching any, like, his mum stole from him, his financial advisor stole from him, people in his family did, and he's just like, what the fuck am I meant to do? Like, it's my f- cut him off. And then who am I turning to? And it's like, it gets to the point where it's like, do I have to be in Delonte West's shoes to help, to get help? No respect to Delonte West or people in his situation, but what it does, what does it take to do the right thing? My whole life I ask for help. People call me crazy. I don't leave the house. I play basketball and I go home. I don't care what y'all do do no more. I try to talk to my kids as much as I can. I've reached out so much, so many times to different people. And it's just, I have to die with some kind of dignity. I've been trying to find good people for so long. I'm tired, bro. Fuck. Michael, we love you. Shit, we'll give you a job here at Straya Podcast. How's that sound? Uh, but it's just a really, really heartbreaking sort of moment where you like, you see a dude who's like not, well, very clearly not have the support system sort of in place to help him get through uh, his very obvious struggles. And I guess when you don't have a really good compass for that sort of shit and the way you brought up and the way that you are then, you know, treated by folks that are close to you, yeah, I mean, it's going to send you off the fucking rails a bit, right? So the way we sort of look at Super Cool Bees and the way his career has played out is obviously pretty, you know, heartbreaking. But shit, man, it's just to have him lay it all out was just fucking wildly eye-opening. It's like he's an old mate, no mates in like a horrifying sense of the phrase because just feels like he needs a couple of good mates just to get him on the fucking straight and narrow. And it's like, all right, here, man, we're here to help. Like, shit. So, yeah, prayers out for Michael Beasley. Hopefully he gets all of his uh, shit sorted. But, yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, pantsing of the night. 
Giannis dunking on like half of the Kings was pretty sweet. But uh, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns looking into the distance on the rusty air ball was, uh, I'll tell you what, absolutely savage. Pat Bev clowning him as they go back up the floor, like throwing the ball at his own head and ducking underneath it. That's a lot of clowning. So <laughs> it's a bit of a pantsing for the Lakers where Cat and Pat Bev are just like taking the piss out of you. Pretty hardcore on the court. And yeah, Rusty just getting pants left, right, and center. Uh, enjoyed the fan yelling at uh, KD. Hey, KD, you got to take over. And KD yelling back, you got to sit the fuck down and shut up, bro. <laughs> KD, never stop being you. Finally, better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Bones Highland. I just love the Bones Highland experience. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Boom time! Uh, had a really good game, like, you know, again today. So, like, he had that awesome game against Philly. Backs it up today with a really good game against Washington. Dropped, what, a 17-6-5 in only 24 minutes on shooting splits of 60-50-100. He's a weapon. I love him. I absolutely love me some Bones Highland. So, there you go. All right, let's do some, uh, yeah, Nas. Right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some year nars. They're brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. That's right. Go get a hoodie, get your T-shirts. Go check them out. The NBA Australia Shop over at nbaaustralia.com slash shop or just click on the links on the socials. Off you go. Check it out. The hoodies are, tell you what, they're amazing. Uh, there's not a giant amount left, so you better uh, hurry up and clean out that uh, bit in the other room that I've, uh, you know, <laughs> got all the merch in. And I'll pack it out to your ASAMP. So go check it out. nbaaustralia.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you got to listen to them all. People, get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Listen to the big ballers. All right, yeah, nah, let's do it. Scott Baxter. Yeah, nah, Jimmy, the Dinwiddie trade has already paid off. Yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, just this is kind of the point we hit on earlier, right? Having the three ball handlers with Brunson, Luca, and Dinwiddie just release valves everywhere you need. Someone who can create a shot, set up a shot, find the right person, find the open man. It makes a huge difference versus, like, the extreme Zingamil, as much as I love him. The extreme Zingamil. Like, is will play with fucking blinkers on, I'll tell you that much. Jesus. So, another bloke who moves the ball, can hit a shot from outside when it matters. Dinwiddie, look, he has these moments where he's got big balls, and as soon as he's, like, comfortable in the situation, I think he'll roll. Like, that was the problem with, like, Washington is sort of came out, came on like gangbusters, and then it got pretty rough as soon as he realized he wasn't liked there. <laughs> and it seems like everybody in Dallas loves it. So, kind of cool. Kind of like it. Uh, next one up. Are Dallas now sneaking up to legit contender status? Yeah, nah. I said it was only like last week, right? Like, I've still got to give this another week and a half, two weeks. Uh, and they did. And like they are basically tied up with uh, the Yaz four or five, and uh, 
I mean, they're three and a half games behind the Warriors. Probably can't catch them. But I mean, you want to have home court at least in the first home court in the least in the first round, right? Against the Yaz. So if Dallas can do that, I mean, you feel like they could really take it to pretty much everybody in the West. So I guess that kind of does leave them as like a pretty legit contender. But at the same time, this was a Brooklyn team without Kyrie or Steph Curry. But the fortitude they showed each time coming back from big deficits was fucking awesome. And as good as Luca was, like it was Brunson, Spencil, the sort of extraneous dudes helping out. So I kind of love that. Yeah. Uh, Matt Millian, bit of a year now for you, Jimmy. Kyrie, what do you think he's holding off? Getting the vax until the playoffs start and going in 100% healthy to go ham. Then Ben steps in as the 6'10 John Stockton to feed these bucket monsters. The Nets really have all the pieces. Yeah, nah. I kind of feel like uh, Kyrie has kind of half fucked this where I felt like he could have just gone. It would have been hilarious had he have waited until after Harden was traded, then gotten the vax. The problem is everyone was like, oh, with the New York City mandate will kind of lift and it'll be fine. And then it's like nobody looked at the fine print realizing, well, yeah, he'll be able to go. But in terms of private enterprise, like you're still going to be vaccinated if you want to actually, you know, work. You're like, oh, shit, so that's a bit tough. And there's still time, though. Like the problem is you feel like mandates and shit like that can change on a whim, but they can't. Like, they just never do. It always takes, like, a little bit of fucking pushing and pulling and what, do you reckon by the second week of April that'll change a little bit? Either way, he's not going to be able to play in Toronto. So if they get stuck with him in the playing game, that's going to be fucking brutal. But to be fair, like, Brooklyn are going to be a lower seed anyway. So if the balance of the games you end up with him, it's going to work out all right. But this is the problem. Like, it does feel like as good as Brooklyn can be, as amazing shit as, like, Kyrie threw up a 60-piece yesterday... Like, not having him for half the games conceivably, and even in the playoffs, is fucking bonkers. And Ben having back problems to the point where you get an epidural so you can sort of, like, try to work on strengthening it is fucking crazy. It does just kind of feel like this might be, like, the snake bit season, though. And they just kind of go, fuck, well, that was a bit shitty. They go out in flames in, like, the first or second round, but... Were they all to be actually playing at the same time? I think Matt's kind of a bit, yeah, nah, yeah, right. Like, they would be fucking terrifying if you suddenly throw Ben Simmons in the Bruce Brown role, essentially, right? Play him instead of go on the flog. Dragic, sure, your spacing goes a bit. But if you've got Kyrie as well, holy moly. That's chaos. So I think Matt's a bit right there. I think they've got all the pieces as long as they're healthy. They'd be fucking terrifying. All right. I'm by their opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, I don't know if this is that unpopular, but if I'm a Bulls fan, I'm a bit worried. They just can't beat good teams. I mean, or bad ones. <laughs> they lost to the Kings the other day. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, they've lost to Miami, Memphis, Milwaukee, Philly, Utah, even Atlanta. And the teams they've beaten are the Pistons and a Cavs team without like one of their major pieces. And uh, without, you know, other dudes as well. So I think the problem with the Bulls, yeah, hopefully they get Patch Williams and Lonzo back. But it does feel like if you slow down one of DeMar, Levine or Vooch, they really do struggle. Whereas I feel like earlier in the season, if Vooch gave you just anything, Levine and uh, DeMar could sort of probably get you over the hump. But the problem is they still can't beat good teams. 
And I think, like, I think that's like a pretty fucking good indicator if you're actually going to be able to beat teams is if you can beat the good teams. That feels like it's a, a recipe for success in the in the NBA playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Beating the good ones that you have to play in the playoffs. I don't know. Bit of a rough one. Bit worried. Bit worried. What about Outback Takehouse for today? It's Thursday at Outback and on our Aussie Tizer list or whatever the fuck we're going to call it. Bloomin' Onions, that's right. No prick in Australia knows what the fuck this thing is, but it'll give you a heart attack in 20 seconds. That's right. Because it's fucking just a deep fried onion. Nah, not an onion ring. It looks like a flower. That's right. Bloomin' Onion. Two for one only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is... To build on one of last week's Flame Grill takes, not only would the, the Los Angeles Lakers be better with King Deli, Matty Delivered over playing point guard instead of Rusty Westbrook right now, the Los Angeles Lakers would be better with Dante Exum at point guard right now. If you watch some of those highlights, or as I'd like to call them, lowlights for Rusty Westbrook today, at least fucking Dante would try. Only. At Outback. Doesn't that feel like what half the problem is? Like, Rusty, his entire career, apart from when he's really been on defense, is just like a chaotic wind of just, you know, going hard. And now it's not going all his way. He's like, oh, I don't fucking care. There was, like, just a horrifying sort of sequence where Pat Bev just went absolutely ham on an offensive rebound, left Rusty in his wake. Rusty just stood there watching as Pat Bev fought like three dudes, got the ball, got fouled. It's like, what is going on here? Rusty, you're a bystander, bro. <laughs> it's insane. Like, give me some Dante. Give me some Deli. At least I'll give you some fucking hustle. Lakers, put him on a plane right now. What are you doing? All right, let's take a quick break. We're back with Australian player, player Watch right after this one. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Tell you what, a bit washed today. Did the NFL Australia show last night, went up, and uh, you turned around and had a bunch of bureaus talking shit with Gaz. And uh, by the time it got edited and up and everything and make sure the squid was all right, <laughs> it's like, God damn, it's late. And then, of course, the squid didn't sleep in or anything this morning. He's up, Dad, Dad, Dad. Fucking first thing. So you made Jimmy's a bit, a bit washed. But anyway... No time like the present go smash some tins, though, I guess, for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Paddy Thrills in the loss to Dallas today. 36 minutes, he had nine points, and as mentioned, 311 shooting. Chill. Woo, yeah. Uh, three and nine from downtown. Nine points, one rebound, two assists, and two steals. I feel like you played a pretty fun game, though. There was a couple of threes that rattled in and out. You're like, oh, that was rough. Uh, but still... It's good to see him back out there. Basically found his range a little bit. Uh, Aussie Matty T in that win over Cleveland. Played 26 minutes, 5 points. 2 of 7 shooting, 1 of 2 on 3s. Uh, 4 rebounds and a block. Josh Green. Who's Josh Green in that win over Patty and the Nets? He played 18 minutes. It was actually pretty handy. He had 6 points on 2 of 6 shooting. 2 of 4 from downtown. I love it when Josh Green knocks in some threes. God, they were good too. Uh, 1 rebound, 1 assist as well for Greeny. And uh, the last one was Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landau. Got out there against OKC, played four minutes, two points, one-on-one from the floor, one rebound, but Pop hates him, so apparently he can blow it out his ass. 
Right, what about Kiwi Corner? That's what we do on Thursdays. Go check up on the uh, big Stephen Adams brew. Had a good couple of weeks, I'll tell you that much. Um, he did slow down a little bit over the... Uh, basically, I think we hit Kiwi Corner last week when they played uh, against his old team. Four points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal. But then he had uh, six points, nine rebounds. Nice. Uh, one block, one steal against the New York Knickerbockers of New York City. And then a huge game against, again, his other old team, OKC. Nine points, 16 rebounds. Two assists, one block for the big Kiwi. And then a huge double-double against the Pacers the other day. He was awesome yesterday. 13 points, 13 rebounds. Shot six or seven from the floor. Two assists and a block. Absolutely crushing. He's averaging basically 9 and 10 so far through uh, March. That comes after a 9 and 12 all the way through uh, February. So, look, going from strength to strength. Enjoying this immensely, I am. I don't know about you. Right, what about the Petty Bills game day, ball game day Twitter check-in? Oh, what do you reckon, Patty? Well, this one's a Joe Ingles Twitter check-in, which is always a uh, laugh and a half. Because Jingles is out there. Uh, someone tweeted out... Uh, it was NBA alerts, that's right. Dame Lillard is now following Joe Ingles. Jingles retweeted that saying, Dame time? Question mark? About time. Dame Lillard. Cry laughing emoji. Boom! Nice one, Jingles. Uh, he retweeted Elijah Hughes deserves an appreciation tweet from the Blazers. And then one of the nice ones. First Step House. So a big thank you goes to Joe Ingles and the Utah Yaz for uh, donating tickets to the First Step House clients for the Bucks game last night. We're grateful for opportunities such as this and encourage pro-social behaviors and healthy outlets for clients. And Jingles retweeted that saying, love heart, love heart, love heart. You are welcome. Great stuff because our First Step House is a Salt Lake City-based behavioral health treatment and housing provider. So it's pretty important shit. Good stuff, Jingles. Love it. Right. Game previews and picks for tomorrow. As I said, preview, however, because there is only... One game. Let's do it in Inadvertent Bane. Game preview. Game preview. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. Not a problem. Jimmy excited for only one game tomorrow. Actually, it was timed perfectly. Turns out my uncle is over from uh, the UK. He's like, Jimmy, do you want to hang out? And I'm like, actually, yes, there's one game. So I'm going to do an early show tomorrow. And let's go drink some beers. Ah, <laughs> uh, So we went, what's that? One, two, three, four... Five, six, seven of 12 today. Love it. Hopefully you won some money on that. Uh, as mentioned, a couple of squeakers there, obviously, with the Bucks coming out of nowhere to actually cover, the Raptors covering. Uh, I managed to nail the Boston pick. I th- also had uh, Philly only miss by a half, half point. So, But if you check those earlier today, they're, I think they're actually substantially uh, lower. So I think might have won money on that one. But either way... 7 of 12 leaves us at 592 of 1,044. No, 34. 1,034 picks so far for the season. Pretty bloody good. And tomorrow's game is literally just Detroit at Orlando. (laughs) What a game. So obviously this is because uh, NCAA March Madness and the tournament's kicking off tomorrow, so it's absolutely fucking bedlam. Uh, College games everywhere. This is a 10 a.m. Australian Eastern start. Detroit at Orlando. All the Pistons do, just like OKC, is cover. Orlando have been playing pretty well of late. If Cade Cunningham comes back, I'm taking Detroit. Uh, if not, I'd probably take 
uh, Orlando. So that's all dependent. I'll just make a note of that. So Orlando, if there is no Cade, Detroit plus three and a half if Cade plays. And there you go. We'll wrap all that up for you tomorrow. How good's that? Can't wait. I'll do a really early show tomorrow. Like, it'd be Dunsky's big weekend preview. Might even do something else fun. Who knows? Uh, but we'll, we will be back tomorrow, I assume. Who knows what's going to happen to Patty's day, though. Uh, in the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter. Face the IGs. We're all over the socials. Check out a brand new NFL Australia with myself and Gaz going through the absolute chaos of the NFL offseason so far. It's a really good show. Uh, get a bit shit-faced by the end, but it's all good. Adam with World Wrestling Australia over there on YouTube. Go check that out and follow him, FWCIE, on Twitter. Get around NBAstrade.com slash shop. As I mentioned, get your merch, get your merch. Uh, check us a rating and review on your podcast app. Go check out manscaped.com. And if you use the code STRAYER, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. And Knowable. Download the Knowable app. Bang in the code STRAYER. You get 20% off getting smarter. So, big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out their new band, House Hats. And, of course, all the other bands and artists. Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music. How are you listening to your tunes? Follow your bands. Do it. NBA Australia Sports Stream Bands, so should you. All right, we'll close out with a uh, fun, quick diary of Stephen Adams. And we'll catch tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And later, who's in now? Bruce, how's it going, eh? Oh, it's just Stephen Adams here. Bruce just swung him by to run in my new diary, eh? So, here goes, Bruce. Oh, dear diary. It's me, Bruce. Stephen Adams, eh? Oh, but you know that, Bruce. Because you're my diary, eh? And you know all my deep, dark secrets, men. Like how I thought that the green beer, Bruce, for St. Patrick's Day was legit made to be green using, like, green ingredients, Bruce. And stuff like that. And then somebody told me that it was just, like, food dye, Bruce. And I was a little bit embarrassed, so... But shush, don't tell anybody about that. So, uh, full full on few days for me, bro, this week, eh? On the road, playing against my old teams and whatever, bro. Had a pretty rough one in New Orleans, bro. I thought I'd go see my friend, uh, my best friend, my old best friend, Zion. Uh, we had too many hungies and I didn't play too very well that day, bro. And then we went to UKC, bro. Which I loved and I played real well. But the weird thing, bro, is when you go to UKC now, literally like sweet FA, bro, of the fellas that I played with there are there anymore, bro. Like there's my little bro, Shy. He's pretty cool, bro. And my other friend, Darius, bro. And my other friend, Moose. But he's not even playing, bro. So it was a bit weird, eh? I walked into the wrong locker room and everything, bro. So because I was there and nobody knew I was there, bro, I took a bog in the shower, bro, just for a bit of a laugh, you know. Shh, don't tell anybody, bro. But yeah, Vinfile, but... Yeah, now we've got a few days off, eh? So I'm out, you know, ready to get shut-faced for some Patrick's brew. So I'm going to take all my friends here from uh, Memphis out on the Terps here in Atlanta, brew. Because we're in Atlanta, brew. I absolutely love Atlanta, brew. So it's going to get a bit mussy, brew. Because I treat some Patrick's Day like my birthday, brew. Knock back a few frosts, eh? And let her rip. Don't know what could happen after. Could end up in Miami. Could end up in Memphis. Could end up in Mexico. Could end up in jail, brew. I don't know. But it's going to be funny. So off I go, Brew, because I've got this uh, St. Patrick's Day hungry cooking for a bit. And I've got to go serve it up for the fellas before we go get on the turps. So I better get back to it, Brew. Okay, till next week, Brew. Cheer, cheer. Love. Stephen Adams, Brew.